Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I have another fantastic interview lined up with somebody that's um, been pretty important to me. I just met, actually, probably less than a year ago. Um, it's actually my one of my newest coaching members and by far my youngest coaching member. Her name is Lauren Lagardi. And she is from Texas, and she's actually a senior in college, and she has an entrepreneurial itch that she is just <laughs> ready to go. And the funny thing is, Lauren and I met, and she reached out to me, and I said, um, I usually don't work with people who don't at least have a business started. And she um, she persuaded me, and um, I took her on, and I am so glad I did. She is the author of a book called Speaking with Impact, How to Be a Confident Speaker, and uh, Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm good, Jim. Thanks for having me. How are you? I am. I'm doing wonderful. And um, you know, when you first reached out to me, um, I think you emailed me and said, "I'm looking for a business coach." I think you went right out and said, "I'd like to hire you." <laughs> and I said, well, "Hold on there." <laughs> and um, so the funny thing is, you know, I don't have. There's no link on my website just to join. I have to do an interview, or and you know, so I sent you the form. You interviewed, and and I think even on that call. I think you said, yeah, Jim, I've been watching your videos and things like that, and I'm ready to go. And I said, well, I'm not quite ready to go. I need to have one more call with you, and let's do it in a week because I want you to think about <laughs> yep. I said, I, when we talk the next time, instead of me talking, you're going to talk, and you need to convince me that you're in it to win it. And yep. I said, you, I also want you to convince me I'm never going to have a problem with your credit card being a college student. Yep. <laughs> because, um, <laughs> And then we talked a week later and you convinced me. And that was probably seven months ago as you and I are doing this interview right now. And I'm, I am, I have, I have to tell everybody you have restored my faith in, in the younger generation <laughs> because you, you have worked you. so hard. I mean, you're a senior. Uh, where do you go to school, Lauren? Remind me. Texas A&M. I almost said Texas A&M and my brain was, brain was saying that's not right. So Texas A&M, you're a senior. So full-time college, you do have a part-time job and you are also starting a business. I mean, man, you're, you're like Michael Dell. He, he was a college student and now he owns <laughs> Dell Computer. But hey, I said, <laughs> I know. And, you know, one of the funny things is um, kind of, so this will be very instructive for, for folks who are listening. You know, one of the things you wanted to do was uh, become a mentor and a coach. And I said, well, let's talk about how you can mentor and coach, what have you done? And that's, you know, obviously being a college student. And I said, Lauren, you can do anything you want. But from my perspective, I think it's very helpful when you want to be a mentor to have already accomplished something that you can then point to, right? right. Um, and, you know, in fact, whenever I'm out speaking, uh, I'm always saying you don't necessarily want to hire an 18-year-old life coach because, you know, how much they know about life at that point. So right. I think experience is very worthwhile. And I said, let's talk about some of the things. Let's talk about some of the skill sets you have. And let's talk about some of the things that you're good at and things that you enjoy. And I forget how it came about, but you said, Jim, I've given over 200 
presentations. I'm really good at that. And I said, bingo, <laughs> because yeah. entrepreneurs, small business owner, um, college seniors, people who are out interviewing, looking for work. I said, people who want to kind of climb the fast track at work that need to go do presentations so they can be recognized for to get advancement within the company. I said, those are all people who need to learn how to speak with impact. And, you know, everybody's familiar with that. Um, you know, the, the biggest fear most people have is public speaking. And in fact, I, I think it was the Seinfeld episode said most people would rather be in the coffin than giving the, the eulogy. right? <laughs> yeah. And I said, Lauren, how much, so tell me about your presentations. Anyway, folks, I'm making, it's a very long winded, um, kind of an introduction to Lauren, but I, I just, it's very instructive, by the way, from the questions I asked to what we identified as one of her skills. And I said, if we, let's get this business going, let's help you be a mentor and help people how to speak uh, more with more confidence. And then, then you can start your coaching program. Cause look at, I started a business as a college senior. So tell me, tell me in our audience, Lauren, what are, what are some of the, um, did I leave out any holes in our story? Anything you want to fill in? No, no, I think you got it covered. <laughs> <laughs> now, where are you from? Because you're not from Texas, I don't think, right? Right. I'm from Arkansas. Moved to Texas to get my psychology degree. I'm so proud I'll be graduating with honors this May, um, something that I'm really passionate about. And so I moved over here to Texas to, to experience that part of my life. Yeah. That is so cool. Now, <clears throat> when we started going, um, one of the the first things I said, I would, I, I was very clear with you and said, I, I can't promise income anytime soon. I mean, there are things that you have to do. You kind of lay the foundation and things like that. And you're okay with that. But I said, having said that, and so make sure we're on the same page as far as expectations. I said, let's see what we can do to generate some cash. And I said, one of the things I would love for you to do, well, two things, I would love for you to create some sort of a flyer and to whatever degree that you can post it electronically or actually get 500 of them printed and put it around the campus. I would love to have your name get out there as being a coach and mentor. And, and you, that, you actually did that. Yes. Yes. 800 flyers I had printed and everyone on campus had one within one weekend. <laughs> Everybody on campus. So folks check that out. So you printed 800 flyers. Did you get those free or did you have to pay for those? Oh no. We, I had to print them right at the library, the old fashioned way. Yep. So she paid for 800 flyers and started walking them around, uh, putting them on bulletin boards and putting them everywhere and getting them into classrooms and just, and did you put them under dorm, dorm doors or what? Yes. Yeah. Under dorm rooms, under apartment rooms. Yep. And I think you told me um, pretty excitedly that, you know, within a, a week or so of you putting them out there, like three or four people, maybe more, I forget the exact number, started reaching out to you and said, I need help with, with my speaking. Right. I ended up uh, going in front of a few classes. I did a master's of business class and I went in and told them about public speaking and, and interviewing and getting their LinkedIn profiles together and even the professors were going, oh my gosh, we needed this. This is so important. And it, it was really a light bulb because when you're in school, a lot of it's the technical things, a lot of it's the uh, mechanical things or the philosophical things, but a lot of people don't know how to get their foot in the door. So I found that especially where I was in college, it was really important. Yeah. I thought that was that was such a gift and a bonus, and I kind of think it's the the world um, rewarding you for your hard work and being willing to invest. So you were hoping they get some college students, and then all of a sudden some professors 
said, man, I've got a class on this and you could, you could come in and it's almost like a guest lecturer. And how many of those did you do? How many, how many actual classrooms did you go in at Texas A&M and, and teach about the? Right, it ended up being, I wanna say four or five classes. I know I had the master's class. I did a few, uh, I did a statistics class, a business class, a marketing class. And it, it was all the same thing. Oh my gosh, we needed this. You know, we have marketing, we have statistics, but we don't have time to talk about public speaking, if you know what I mean. So uh, it was really, it was really amazing to go in there and be received so well. And Lauren, so then after that initial success, and I know that you've helped some few, a few people with some different things. Um, it was somewhere around uh, October or November of, of 2018. And we came up with the idea of doing your own live event, actually doing, putting on your own local seminar. Yes. Tell, us about, tell us how that came about and um, how you got it set up and marketed it and whatnot. Oh my goodness. Okay. Speaking with impact, my first self-titled live event for, for the company, it was, first of all, it all happened so fast. I put the event on Eventbrite. I got a location, I got a planner. And within the first week, I think we had like 20 people sign up or something. It was a free event and we marketed it for about one month through Eventbrite, we were on Facebook, and it was really mainly those two. And it was every day we had people signing up, signing up, signing up. We had a, a, about 80 people that ended up signing up within one month. I had people emailing me, is, would this be good for my granddaughter? Then, you know, would this be good for me? This is where I work. And it was just a diverse crowd of people from different jobs, different ages, different races, all coming together. And we put on this event and it was so amazing to see that no matter who they were, they all could benefit from public speaking. They all wanted to advance in their career or they wanted to gain leadership skills or they were more introverted and they wanted to gain more confidence. And we worked on our interview styles and presenting in front of a crowd and to see that it was so, it was such a generic thing. It was so simple, yet once the light bulb clicked and they realized, oh, this is a psychological thing. This isn't that hard. I can do this. It was really amazing to see the looks on their faces. So that was really good to really get in front of people in person and connect with them. And you, Lauren, part of that marketing, um, because, I mean, at, at this stage of the game, free marketing is something you have to rely on. You were doing right. Facebook Live. You were doing everything. I saw you out there just really, really hammering every free minute. Ultimately, didn't you have like 70 or 80 people register? Right. It was about it was 88 people registered. We had about half of them come. It was a Saturday afternoon. Um, the, first of all, people taking their Saturday to come out, we stopped, we knew that it was important, right? So for 80 people to sign up and then for over half of them to show up on a Saturday, yeah. I bet you, and I know there was you. You had use of a very nice facility on Saturday, but I bet you the next time you do that, if you do it, doing it like a Monday to Friday, either morning or lunchtime, or even like a seven p.m. type time frame, I bet you get even more people because a lot oh, of people yeah. who register, and it was a free event. We knew that, and um, the format for for the entrepreneurs who are listening, I said, Lauren, you know, if you have them for an hour or an hour and a half. Um, 
you want to you want to get some energy within the room, get some people introducing themselves, etc. And then you teach for a good hour. I mean, definitely teach. There's no little smoke and mirrors. I'm going to teach you for five minutes and pitch you for an hour. Like you right. taught some really really good stuff in the course of an hour, and then you invited them if they want to take the training further. You told them about how they might be able to work with you. So, first of all, again, I I, I just want to applaud you because what are you 20 or 21, Lauren? 21. Yep. So you're 21, you're a senior, you got a part-time job, you're starting this business, Speaking with Impact, you did your own live event literally less than 90 days after starting this business. You had 80 people register, about half of them came. I mean, this is, folks, this is what being a go-getter is all about. This is what just saying yes and stepping up, you know, even stepping into it before you know exactly what's going on. Um, so what would you like to share about you know, for t were you were you nervous? And I don't mean nervous speaking because you're not, but from a business standpoint, were you nervous or did you did you feel in your element? You know, in front of the group that morning. I was definitely in my element. Yeah. What's funny is that for most, and it, and it was it's so hard for me to conceive it because I'm the opposite way. But for me, when I can get in front front of the group, that's when I'm in my element. That's when I know I can make things move. You know, that's where I feel comfortable. It's when I have to rely on. Other sources have to rely on text or online or email. Or I feel like, oh, I wish I could just get into that person, into that person's head, or get in front of them and communicate with them. That's where I'm the strongest. So, what seems to be a lot of people's weaknesses is where I felt like I could shine. So, I was so eager to do another live event just because I felt like that's where I got to see the most movement in my business. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes great sense. So, um, and then let's fast forward. We're just going to go through six months of coaching, folks. This all happened like in the last six or seven months. So then we had a call. You and I had one of our coaching calls in December. And you said, Jim, what's next? And I said, I think you ought to be an author. <laughs> yeah. And you said, well, I've got um, the holiday break coming up. I don't know if you said it was three weeks or four weeks, but I said, I think you can write a, a pretty darn good Kindle book in that period of time. And lo and behold, you wrote a book, Speaking with Impact, How to Be a Confident Speaker. There's actually a longer subtitle, How to Be a Confident Speaker at Work. Uh, what's, what's the rest of that title? I don't have it in front of me. At Work, School, and Social Situations. Right. So let's pause for a second because, again, I, I have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this program, and I want them to hear Speaking with Impact. Okay, that's a darn good title. How to Be a Confident Speaker, which is something – most people would aspire to be, especially if you're not confident. But then the, the, the next smart thing that Lauren did is she named these three categories, which are probably the three largest categories or niches or groups of people who would be interested to learn how to be a confident speaker. So tell me about the book writing process. Was that, was that like, oh my God, this is trudgery <laughs> or did it flow pretty good? Or what was that like? It was, so I, I want to be when you so I am getting my formal education in psychology so I've done a lot of research I've done a lot of reading I've done a lot of practicing I've done my own research on emotional intelligence so this is something that not only am I extremely interested in but I'm also knowledgeable about so even though writing is not necessarily my thing I'm not a super passionate writer I'm not the best writer but because I was passionate about speaking everything kind of flowed once I could get my topics together, once I could get my subheadings together, kind of just like giving a presentation, 
then you actually suggested to me to have it transcribed because I prefer speaking. So I kind of put a, a presentation together. I spoke it and then I had it transcribed into a book where I could edit it out so I could use my strength in speaking and not have to take forever trying to write. So just for anyone listening, I was so thankful that, that Jim mentioned that. I got to use my strength, even though I was writing a book, it just so happened that that since I wanted to speak it, I could just transcribe it. And then that's how all of the information ended up coming together in book format. That is such a light bulb moment. You know, Lauren, so many people, the old expression, I have a book in me. I've started a book. I need to finish my book. <laughs> but they don't right. to sit down and like bang at the keys, especially with, you know, the blank, blank sheet of paper syndrome. But your strength being speaking, you know, we came up with the, you know, the three or four or five main teaching uh, portions of the book and just you got up and kind of pretended you're in an audience in front of an right. audience and you talked it out, had it transcribed and then started editing it. Cause you know, some, sometimes we say things that probably look different in written word format, right. you know? Um, so, and little, then your book is done and it's available for sale. And you know, this is another way for people to learn about you. So, Anyway, I, I, again, I'm so darn impressed with what you're doing and how fast you're doing it. Um, and, you know, I never ask anybody, you know, financial questions, but no, Lauren has not made a bazillion dollars yet, but she is doing, she is laying all the groundwork to build a really successful business and, and she is really putting herself out there. So Lauren, now I want to turn to a little bit of the technical side of what you teach speaking okay. with impact and again so you've done over 200 presentations i guess um what is i mean most people and you know my story myself included but why do people fear public speaking and do you have a couple tips on how they can get over that yeah so i go over this in the book speaking with impact so i want people to understand that the fear of public speaking, it's, it's a psychological thing. It's just like any other fear. So if you, if you look at a brain scan and you scan someone's brain, let's say they're about to be attacked by a bear or something just super dangerous, that fear that what their brain looks like is going to look the exact same way as someone that has an extreme fear of public speaking. So that just goes to show you that even though there's no real danger in speaking, the fear is what's very real. And so what I teach with Speaking with Impact is how to overcome those psychological barriers and retrain your brain and take control of your body. So we do a lot of breathing techniques. We do a lot of uh, mind work because that's really where it all starts. And another thing to mention is that these skills are transferable, right? So once you are overcoming a fear, let's say in public speaking, and you're gaining that confidence, you start to see, I have control. I'm gaining confidence. It's the same thing when I'm at work or when I'm at, in an interview, I can overcome that. It's a psychological barrier. All I need is to work on that confidence and train my brain the right way. And so we really focus on the psychological aspect of it and make sure people know that you do have control and they can be more confident. You don't have to stay stuck. That is so cool. And, you know, it really is true um, about the breathing and focusing. Um, and there's so many things. I study techniques and things. But in the end, you know, doing those baby steps, getting in front of a half a dozen people or 20 yeah. people, whatever it is, and, and just doing it um, was really powerful for me. Moving along kind of from the um, – I just want to share this about myself. But when I started doing that and being in front of 30 people and things like that, I felt – 
man, I felt this inner strength, like what the heck have I been fearing all my life, right? Right. And I felt kind of powerful, like I was tackling it. And then I wanted to do bigger audiences. And I started learning some techniques about um, know where you're going to speak so you can visualize the room. Like, I, you know, my first big speech in front of a bunch of business owners, I knew where it would be. And I went online to the uh, hotel where it was going to be. And I saw what the room looked like and, I, you know, mentally visioning it. And so when you're there, it's not like the first time. It's like, this is it, right? Right. Um, so you work with people. I know, I know you work with small business owners. You work with students and, and people who are trying to um, become a more confident speaker at work because, you know, when, when you're climbing the corporate ladder, so to speak, people who um, have perceived confidence and authority, that's easily recognized when you're speaking to a group. Are there, tell, talk about the different which one of those do I want to ask about? Well, we, we, our audience is mostly entrepreneurs and small business owners. How can, what kind of tips do you have, Lauren, for an entrepreneur who's probably, and let's face it, a lot of entrepreneurs these days are kind of behind the computer, trying to push right. out the email, trying to push out yeah. this, that, and the other thing. But actually being on a stage, being in front of an audience, being a published author and speaking is, is, is like hands down one of the best things you could do. Right. What are the what tips do you have for entrepreneurs who struggle with that? Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say, and since we're talking to business owners, we'll we'll speak in business lingo. When you're talking about prospecting or getting in front of a group, I really want people to just appreciate the value of face-to-face -face communication, the body language, the eye contact, the smiling, the energy that's being trans transferred. All of that is happening just constantly in the blink of an eye. And when you're behind a computer and you're texting and you're emailing and you're doing all of those things, of course you're getting results, but there's nothing like old fashioned face-to-face -face communication. When I was giving that event, giving that live group, I had the opportunity to speak to people, to answer all of their questions, to find out their specific problems, to give them advice. There's so much that could happen in the room with people that you can't get online. So as far as other entrepreneurs, I really encourage them if they're gonna at least start on Facebook Live or something like that, just take baby steps, start with meeting with two or three people at a time. And so they can really see, like you said, how easy it is and how you can work up like a staircase and you'll, they'll really see the value of that face-to-face -face communication and they'll see the confidence start to come um, as a progress. So that would, that would be what I would like to let them know. Lauren, thank you. And you also mentioned in that answer, Facebook Live is is being on is going live on camera. Is that akin to the same type of uh, lack of confidence as going in front of a live audience? I mean, is it the, it's that same little I don't know what you would call it switch in your brain that's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely would say that because a lot of it. Uh, from what I've seen, a lot of it has to do with people looking at you or people hearing you. Um, the, the fact is that you can't edit it. You can't take out the ums. You can't take out the stuttering. You can't take out you trying to remember what you have to say. So it's that live aspect of thinking on your feet um, that a lot of people get stuck on. So if you can practice on Facebook Live, you I mean, you can delete it if you don't like it, let's be honest. But at least you get practice yeah. thinking on your feet. You're thinking on your feet, you're practicing communicating, you're practicing not caring what people think of you. You know, you can start there and work your way up if you're going to start anywhere. That's awesome. So, Lauren, um, I know your book, Speaking with Impact, How to Be a Confident Speaker, that's available at Amazon. 
Yes, it's available on Amazon Kindle, the ebook. You don't have to have a Kindle. I've had people ask me that. You don't have to have a Kindle. You just have to have some electronic source uh, uh, laptop phone. You can download the app and view it through there on your phone as well. Oh, cool. And, and how much is that? It's $2.99 on Amazon. Yep. Folks, two ninety nine. Spring for it right now. <laughs> Good lord, two ninety nine. You, you've already heard in the last uh, twenty five minutes. You're going to get some pretty amazing stuff. And Lauren, unless you surprise me, I don't think there's a there's a big fancy Lauren Lagardi website. But how you probably have an email if people wanted to connect with you, if they wanted to get some, um, you know, work with you and maybe just get a little bit of help overcoming some of the jitters and whatnot. How how could they connect with you? Yeah, so you can email me. I do have a website. It's not super big. It's not a lot on there. But you can definitely email me at info at laurenlagardi.com. My name is spelled L-A-U-R-E-N-L-E-G-A-R-D-Y-E. I know a lot of people don't know how to spell Lagardi. But info at laurenlagardi.com. But people can also connect with me on Facebook. I'm extremely active on Facebook. I do lives every week. So that would be a good place to get in touch with me as well. Awesome. So laurenlagardi.com and you get the book at Amazon for $2.99 and you can email her, you watch her on Facebook live. Um, if you're struggling right now, this is one thing you have to take care of. There's no option. And um, right now, because I'm still working with Lauren, her prices are incredibly reasonable in a year from now, <laughs> not so much, but right now, man, if you want to get some help in this area, you, you could, you should do yourself a favor and connect with Lauren Lagardi. Lauren, thank you so much for being my guest on um, this episode of Dream Business Radio. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Lauren Lagardi, and, and she is uh, killing it, as you've heard. And I hope all, all the entrepreneurs and small business owners that are listening to this can summon even half the courage that she has to be doing what she's doing at, at the young age of 21 with so much else on her plate. Um, hey, if we're not connected yet, make sure uh, to do that. You can get the 10-day uh, dream business transformation at getjimpalmer.com. You can join my free Facebook group, which is Build Your Dream Business Now. And the way you get access into that free group is dreambizgroup, dreambizgroup.com. And that is it. Until this time next week, another great interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free dream business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.